Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a mundane conversation about mundane things, hopefully, for many of you. Thank you for joining us. I'm Marco Timpano, and we're picking up where we left off from last week's episode with Nidhi Khanna, you know, one of one of the fan favorite, one of my favorite, the person who started the podcast with me has joined us back and she's always a delight and she 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 has mentioned many times that she wants to do more episodes and when her time permits she's going to be joining us so it's quite we're really fortunate to have her and we left off talking about uh, games that we both had played but I start the conversation in a totally different direction so I think that is a great starting point for this particular episode and uh, you'll hear from both of us on a wide variety of topics. That's one of my favorite things to actually talk about when when the episode bounces from topic to topic. And uh, I think you're going to find that in this particular episode. So I hope you enjoy it. And um, and I hope, of course, you enjoy what Nidhi has to say. And I'm going to start it off with a question. Are you a fan of Rainy Days? You know what? I do enjoy them. Like mm-hmm. once you've had enough sunny days, it's sure. nice to have just a rainy day because it's such an excuse to do nothing, mm-hmm. right? And just curl up, have a warm beverage, read a book, blanket, pillow, fall asleep in the middle of the day. So I, I enjoy rainy days for the pure laziness of it. I'm a big fan How of you? I'm a big fan of rainy days too. Yeah, I particularly like love a rainy day in a place that's used to rainy days. Mm. So, for example, if you're in parts of England or parts of uh, the west coast of Canada where it tends to rain more, they're prepared. They've they've got their umbrella system really, <laughs> you know, worked out. Down pat. They know how to dress for it. They know they know to look out for when it's going to rain, they look at weather apps and whatnot. And I find when I'm around that kind of system or that kind of, like even when we were in Oregon and and people were just ready for rain, I'm like, I'm cool with this. I could, I could do this. See, I like rain in tropical climates. Okay. Like I don't like the damp, cold rain of the climates that you're you're talking about, but like tropical climates where it just rains and there's something really like the smell of it. And it's like, Dewy and right. 
yeah, I miss that. Sure. I could do that. Are you a good driver in the rain? Oh, good question. So I've had to drive sort of the Toronto, Montreal route many, many times, uh, just about six hours. And so I've gone through all sorts of weather over the years driving that Mm -hmm. route. And uh, heavy rain has been one of them. And the first time I did it, I didn't know what I was doing. To be honest, like until you experience that level of like – snowfall or um rain where you can't see in front of you but then i figured out the whole blinker system and it's like you can't stop you gotta just keep going you know because it's like you're eventually going to outpace the weather system but the biggest mistake that you can make in some of those situations is to just stop yeah you are unless it's like a no sorry unless unless it's like a tornado or something then stop you know right please don't use any of this for actual advice on how to drive in inclement weather (laughs) you are a good driver that's what i want our listeners to know not only are you a good driver you are you can i can tell you're from montreal because you can do um a parallel park like it like no one's business but not only no one's business but you can gauge that your car will fit in the smallest <laughs> spot. And that to me is always a sign of someone who's driven in Europe or in other parts of the right. world outside of North America, where we tend to have really big and people, you know, people will take up, like they'll do the worst parking job ever and, yep. and leave no room for anyone else to get in because they need nine it's feet like on the, each other's side. Yes. yes. <clears throat> but you can park on a dime. You can, you can, um, you're just really good. You get close to the curb on your first shot. You're not, you're not going in and out. You're like, I, I got this. And you're, and you're very, you're a very confident driver, which makes the passenger feel very confident as well. Oh, good. Yeah, I would drive I'm with glad. you. I would drive with you anywhere. Oh, Marco, that means so much to me. Actually, I, I was like, someone was asking me the other day, like, if you ever had children, what would you, mm-hmm. what advice would you give them about mm-hmm. certain things? And I was like, you know, one of the pieces of advice I would give them is is like you cannot have a car that you can't parallel park. Yeah. So if you want to have some luxury vehicle, you better park that thing properly. Yes. Otherwise, you get a small car yeah. and you park your small car. But if you can't parallel park the car, because I had a friend once who every time we would drive together, like the, the car was too big, like big too with much what car. she was comfortable yeah. with. Too much car for what they could handle. Too much car. Yep. Yes. And so in the middle of the street, she would get out and make me parallel park her car and oh i was like goodness. you can't you can't have this car <laughs> like you're not allowed to have this car anymore <laughs> like if you cannot park your car get a smaller car can you drive standard no actually you were going to teach me one point yeah i'll teach you anytime because you would be a great standard driver based yeah, on i've always wanted you'd to. you'd be really great you'd be really great have you driven in england or in, in countries where you drive on the opposite side of the street than what you're used to I haven't done that, and I'm a little bit scared about that. Um, I mean, I, I probably could and easily get to – like, it's just practice, right? But it's also – I am I would just need to make sure that I am so super aware all the time. And to be honest, sometimes when I'm driving, it's like left and right are very automatic, right? right. And so when I'm in England, even as a pedestrian, if they didn't have those on the crosswalks look, there, they have like look, look left, left yeah. or look because I think they've learned that too many people are like getting mowed down because they don't know how to what way to look and so if they didn't have that I'd be, there were so many times where I stepped into traffic and I'm like 
wrong way. Listen, uh, I need to, I need to make an apology to everyone who lives in London from Heathrow <laughs> to downtown London because I once rented a standard car. Oh, I, no. I can drive standard. So we got to London and I'm like, listen, we'll rent a car. Why why spend so much money on on other forms of tra travel? Um, at that time, Uber and, and those other um, services weren't available. So we would have had to take a lot of trains and buses and whatnot. So I was like, well, let's just rent. I can drive standard because it was cheaper to get the <laughs> standard vehicles because in Europe, they tend yep. to drive more auto uh, stick. And so we're like, yeah, we're not going to pay the extra for the automatic, which I should have. And then driving on the opposite side of the street than you're used to. I hate it when people say the wrong side because it's not wrong for, you know, half the world. So mm -hmm. true. Nitty. And the problem was <laughs> I got the car at Heathrow. So it's not like I'm on some little. Yeah, you're not in the country starting on some country road where no one's around. You're like in the busiest area of no, the yeah. M system, I guess. You're you're going from Heathrow to to London, like to downtown, and you're like, and you're on these major highway streets, and I was like, this, it's it's one of the scariest things I've ever had to do, and I couldn't, I couldn't look at signs because I like I was I I said to myself, you have to be so yes, I had to be so aware of driving and yes, and using the stick on the opposite side and making sure that I didn't drift too much into the lane that I wasn't used to. That I said to Amanda. You have to navigate because I cannot look at signs. You just got to. And was me. this pre GPS? Like phone would tell you what to do. No, we had that going on too, but still, okay. it was like it was not. It was, it was one of the most difficult things, and I will never <laughs> do it again. And I just need to apologize to any of the listeners who happen to live between Heathrow and London <laughs> and downtown. Um, I was that guy, and I'm sorry. And I would get on the roundabouts. Oh, the roundabouts are the worst because it's like, first you have to, first of all, you're driving on the opposite side. Yeah. So you're so aware of that. Mm -hmm. But then like you have to, like the roundabouts that we have here, which are few and far between, and, and are usually, would, yeah. are, are like, because they wanted to put a little garden <laughs> in the middle of like the intersection. And so it's a one lane you know, the, you don't have to do much. You're just kind of turning yeah. like a semi-turn. They're really right? basic. And I think anyone. They're so basic. Anyone who lives in countries that know how to use a rotary or a roundabout would look at them and say, what is this? This is, this is, this is yes, a joke. And so and you get onto the roundabout and then it's like, what are the rules of the roundabout? Because <laughs> it's like, okay, so I need to get to three quarters to the exit, like three quarters of a circle away so when you enter the roundabout, you're not supposed to stay in the, I don't know what lane you you're supposed be, to you be in. You have to be in the right lane. And what I would do is I would get in the roundabout and I would just circle it until, <laughs> like, I would just be like, I can't take the, like, you need to tell me which exit because I don't have time to figure it out in time. So I would just be going in a circle and she would, be, and, I, and Amanda would be like, the third exit. And I'd be like, you, you got to help me. Well, now we don't know which one like, the third we, is. We would have to follow cars. She's like, follow the yellow car. And I would just follow the yellow car because oh my goodness. I sound like such a degenerate here on this podcast. But I apologize once again. I know. I, here's the thing. There should be, you should have to do a test before they give you a car to drive on streets that you're not used to on the opposite side of the street. It shouldn't be, oh, you can drive? Yeah, sure. Take a vehicle and go on in, in a system that you don't understand. You should have to do a little bit of training before they mm. allow you to do it. Whether it be an online thing that you know the rules of that country 
before you get before you're given given a car. I think that would make everyone's life much better. Or you can just take the Heathrow Express and go yeah, from Heathrow just, to London. You know what? From now on, I'll tell you. <laughs> my listeners, in countries where you drive on the uh, left versus the right, I will no longer I – will, I will take your transit system. I will pay extra. I will not be – I will not be doing any of that. So I learned my lesson. Oh, my goodness. Nitty. Well, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, before we go, I want to say this. So we have these really basic – um, roundabouts here that are really like, like you said, basically a garden, just a way to take a garden. <laughs> and people still don't know how to use no, them. I know there's still accidents that happen. It's, it's people, people approach and they don't know what to do. They drive through them. They, they it's, <laughs> it's just, I've seen so many things when I see these roundabouts, I'm like, like people will go out of their way to avoid them. And it's like, guys, we just need to learn how to use them. Right. And it'll make traffic go so much quicker. No, no, yeah. no. I mean, we, we don't do well on mm-hmm. even just straight highways sometimes. So, Is there a luxury vehicle you would like to get? I'm going to end it on something like that because I know you like luxurious things. And maybe- yeah, but not with vehicles. Oh, really? So here's the thing. Yeah. Actually, also, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I love luxurious things. You do. I love like- Bougie things. One of, our, one of our fan favorites is the bougie. All right. What are the essentials that you need in your car? be them luxurious or not? What are like your top five must-haves in a vehicle? Water. No, no, but I mean, <laughs> when you're buying it, not, not that you bring Oh, 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 when vehicle, I'm buying, that, okay. That the vehicle must have. Okay, I see. Um, seat warmers. Yes. Um, I mean, my car is so old now. My car is like a 2011 Mazda 2, so when we talk about the bottom of luxury, right. this is pretty much it. Um, I drive like, a 2008. I don't even have a proper. So let's not, let's not go there. Yours is okay, luxurious. For it's me, yours, to... yours is right. a modern. Everything is perspective. Right. You're right. Um, I would want it to have like now, if I were to buy a new vehicle, yes. it would have to have like the GPS computer thing inputted. Yes. Love it. Um. Also, my friend got a Tesla and I sat in it yes. and it was so confusing because not confusing, but um, like everything's on the computer. Like there's no odometer. Right. There's no like it's all v- completely clean. And then it's just this computer. And right. I, I was very weirded out by it. But I'm an old school, put my odometer sure. where it should be. Um, then I would want to have... Uh, yeah, like a proper Bluetooth. Mine is kind of basic. Um, I would want it to, oh, you know what I would want yeah. is like to have the sun visors that are also in the back. What? So that when you're on, like, I've I remember never heard my parents, of this. So my parents' car used to have like an old, old car uh, from when I was a kid. I just remember that when we used to go on long trips, there was a way for the visor to also be in the, like it was on the back seat as well. So the passenger, if there was sun coming into your eyes on the side, you could put the visor up. Oh, wow. Um, so that would be kind of neat. And uh, I don't know, like I, I'm actually like very basic with my car like i don't need tinted windows i don't need fancy rims i i don't even want like a big car i want a small car that i can put around it that fits anywhere that if i get a dent in it i'm not going to be freaking out um that's the thing about living 
living in the city, right? You're going to get a dent. So, you know, you almost want to buy a car that has a pre-dent in it. So your first dent doesn't hurt as much. Yeah, Completely. I'm like, this car is going to be worth half its value in a matter of days anyway. Mm -hmm. So um, I never have been into like the big, the big kind of luxury vehicles. Now, if someone gave me a luxury vehicle, would I say no? Of course not. Right. But I I also like hatchbacks because you don't have to worry about your back bumper mm-hmm. as much. Like you can park it a lot easier. I imagine as a as a serious scuba diver, a hatchback is an essential sort of tool when you're when you're going to uh, dives and whatnot. Or a jeep. We usually use a truck. We oh, usually use a truck. Use a, oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just because of tanks and stuff like that. Right. But, okay. So clearly, uh, you're right. Hatchbacks too. <laughs> clearly, I'm a novice. It's like, no, we use trucks. I don't know what kind of scuba diving you do. That sounds like <laughs> snorkeling. It sounds like you're a snorkeler. But I, I use a truck. Thank you very much. <laughs> I use a truck. However, people do use hatchbacks. You're right. Or cars of any kind. Listen. Um, do you ever use your trip counter? Good question. I do not. Okay. I'm not a big trip. Like I, I prefer to have the. What do I have actually? I have the total kilometers driven. I see. See, okay. Let me give you one of my hacks. Use it if you wish. Ignore it if you don't. Okay. I'm not. Try, I'm not trying to trip, trip explain anyone. <laughs> I use the trip. You know how you if you hit the trip. I don't know what's called, but that trip feature. You press the button and it zeroes it. Right. Yeah. Whenever my empty light comes on, so like gas, I need gas. I forget what you call that, but you know, the, the it's time to put gas, gas in. Gas taker. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I press my trip counter because oh. I know I have 40 clicks before it's desperate and I really need the, the, the gas. So as soon as it comes on, I'll press it just in case I can't get gas as soon as it comes on. I'll know how long I have until my reserve is gone. Okay. See, I have on my thing, it tells me how many kilometers are oh. left in the... Okay. So you've got... Fa- so your little 2011, <laughs> all right, seems to be quite fancy compared to my 2008 where I have to desperately press the, the trip counter to, in order not to end up on the side of the road. Well, you know, you know. Um, <laughs> every year has its own innovation. It's true. It's true. It's true. Oh my goodness. Oh, isn't that funny though? Like talking about cars, like there's some people who are so into cars that if you talk to them about cars, they can tell you, tell you like the things that must have. And for me, it's like, I just need more cup holders. I don't have enough cup holders in my car. You know what? That's, yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Cup holders, like any of the accessory type things, you know, you know, the thing to put your glasses. Yeah. They don't yeah. give us enough because if there's two people driving, you have glasses and sunglasses and they Glass. have glasses. Yeah. And it's like, how am I supposed to fit all that in there? Oh, you know, one feature that I would want to get, mm-hmm. like a more bougie feature. I don't know if it's actually a bougie feature, but um, I would want to be able to open my car with my fingerprint. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like unlock it with the fingerprint. Yeah. Rather than have to key. The sensor. Yeah. 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 I, I will never get a car that doesn't automatically turn off the headlights if you forget them on oh yeah that's that's because i've done my previous or vice versa right yeah no no i can't i can't because i'm the type of person who who will forget the lights on 
once in a while, not all the time, but I've had to have a boost so many times with my previous car because yeah. of that. And I was like, how, how did you design this, that this, this happens, but I have so many other silly features that, that, that go automatic. So anyways, wow. oh, well, that's, that's our episode, Nitty. Thank you so much for taking us, us on this tour with you. <laughs> we really went on a tour. I love it. So nice to be here. Thank you for having me. I know the listeners love hearing from you. I certainly find it delightful. So thank you. Of course, we want to have you back. So anytime you just say the word. I will be there for sure. Awesome. Until next time, we hope you enjoy this episode. Once again, I'm sorry about the crumpet and English muffin debate. But uh, (laughs) whatever you enjoy, I hope you enjoy it with a plentitude of jam or butter or whatever it is and until next time i hope you're able to listen and sleep